Hey everyone, my name is Chris and I am host of the Solar Spark Show. And in today's episode, which is likely to be a shorter episode, we're going to be talking about what will happen if either nominee loses the 2020 election. So firstly, we could look at President Trump's scenario. So say President Trump loses the 2020 election. The GOP will have to pick up the pieces and determine what what went wrong that contributed to his loss. And most likely it will be the COVID crisis and voters blaming the incumbent for a bad economy in the election year. That's the only reason that I could think of that would cause an electoral loss for the incumbent. Now, if Joe Biden loses in 2020, the focus will likely be on him being an establishment candidate or not having enough enthusiasm, not doing enough to reach out to the bases that he needs, or not doing as well as previous nominees with those particular demographics. So if the GOP loses in 2020, it's a lot easier for the party to cash Trump as an anomaly, that he was the right guy for the right time in 2016. He was a populist, nationalist, and he fixed what needed to be fixed. And he was a one-time miracle and a one-term Republican president. If he loses, it's a, it's a lot easier to run more of an establishment Republican in the mold of Mike Pence or a Nikki Haley in 2024 or Josh Hawley that's a lot younger to kind of rebrand the Republican Party after a Trump loss. I think it would be a lot easier to rebrand than it would if President Trump wins a second term. If President Trump won a second term to serve until 2025 will be a lot more difficult for the Republicans to distance themselves from him and his his brand and his endorsement will loom large in the 2024 Republican primary because essentially Republicans will be competing for the Trump wing of the party and you'll have establishment candidates as well and I think that the Democrats could take advantage of this divide in 2024 because there'll be a lot probably be a lot more united because they're eventually going to need to cast overboard one of the wings of the Democratic Party, either the establishment or moderate wing or the progressive wing is going to take hold and you'll see more of a united Democratic Party at some point. And Democrats hope that comes sooner than later in order to win back the White House. And you would see that in 2024, most likely. But that's if Trump loses. Now, if Biden loses, they're going to really have to look at, well, we nominated all these moderates since 2000, except for Barack Obama, and we lost all those elections. We nominated Gore. He pivoted too far left. We nominated Kerry. He was not consistent with his positions. And then we nominated Obama. He won twice. And then we nominated Clinton. And Clinton lost. So now we nominated... Joe Biden, now if he loses, then they're going to have to really evaluate, do they want to keep nominating these establishment D.C. insiders, or they want to go with someone who is a little bit outside of the establishment of Washington, 
for example, on an Andy Bashir or someone like that. I mean, you look at 1976, Jimmy Carter was an outsider and he did very well. And I could see that a similar comparison between he and Bashir or Roy Cooper, for example. So Democrats will have to start looking at that. Do they want to keep nominating establishment candidates or they want to nominate populists or the grassroots candidates, candidates outside of the mainstream, not too far out of the mainstream, but far enough out of the mainstream that both sides like them and that they could gain some traction, they have some charisma, because that really makes a difference in a close election. And we're really not seeing that with Joe Biden here. Joe Biden is a known quantity. Joe Biden is known to the electorate, which you would think helps Joe Biden. But the more known you are, the, the longer your record is. The less known you, you are, you have to prove yourself. And if you do prove yourself on a nas- national stage, like, for example, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, small town mayor from Indiana, went out there on the national stage to be a presidential candidate, ended up winning the Iowa caucus, almost winning the New Hampshire primary. And if he would have done that, he would have probably consolidated the moderate wing of the party around him instead of Biden. But that's really what happens in with a field that's not well known. I mean, you have to distinguish yourself. And in that case, he did. Buttigieg, and we'll probably see him run again in 2024 if he's not Secretary of Defense in the Biden administration. Even so, even still, he'll probably run in 2024, and you'll likely have Senator Harris run if she went. If they win, she'll be the front runner for 2024 because she'll be the incumbent vice president. And you'll probably see some other people run as well, but. Regardless, Harris, I do see giving it another go in 2024. Same thing with Buttigieg and others I do see running and favored to win in 2024. So we saw that this cycle with little known candidates gaining prominence in the polls and winning some contests while President Trump coasted toward basically an unopposed victory. So 2024 is likely to be a difficult year for the Republicans, regardless of who wins the 2020 election. Because of the demographic shifts that are going to take place, the electorate's becoming a lot younger. The baby boomer generation is slowly fading away and being replaced and that's going to hurt the Republicans in terms of demographics that the electorate is becoming young like I said more younger and more diverse than ever and by 2050 the majority of the US population will be Hispanic and it's a slow shift that we're seeing in places like Arizona Texas and even Georgia and suburbia as well as the cities. 
but I've discussed that in an earlier episode. So then, as time goes on, we see the Republicans are either going to head more to the right or more moderate, depending on the result of this election. The Democrats seem to be heading more leftward, and it would be to the advantage of the Republicans to stay more moderate while the Democrats go more radical to the left so that they'll be seen as the more mainstream part the more mainstream party but the Republicans have to run good candidates like a Josh Hawley or a Nikki Haley in order to win and they have to be consistent in their vision and their ideals and principles if they want to succeed President Trump because it's going to be a big shadow to fill once President Trump leaves office. Whether that's next year in 2021 or in 2025, the Republicans are going to have to put forward a capable nominee to unify all sides of the party, while the Democrats are going to have to resolve their internal divisions with the progressives and the, the moderates in order to bring them together. And like I said, I think it's going to be easier for them to bring the whole party together as one if the Republicans really don't nominate a good nominee and they're unified against Trumpism. They're nominating someone who is not an insider in Washington and knows what the people need. So, remains to be seen, but this election's only five days away, and then it'll be in the history books. It'll be behind us. And then we'll be looking at the 2024 horse race for president and the midterm elections in 2022 and rapidly turning the page. And hopefully we have a conclusive election result to determine which side is going to win this election, either the night of the election or the in the short days after the election. Hopefully we'll have a winner. And then we can move forward knowing that that person will be in office for another four years if either side wins. So that's really all I wanted to cover today is the impact of the 2020 result on the 2024 presidential election. Depending on who wins in 2020. And we'll just need to see what happens, folks. But guarantee it, Kamala Harris is running again. Likely Mike Pence is going to run to be the standard bearer for the Trump wing of the party because he's the, the person most closely aligned with President Trump right now if President Trump's term limited. So that's really all I have for today, folks, and appreciate appreciate you guys listening as always. I'm going to leave it there, and that's really all I have, and remains to be seen what happens in this election. We're in the home stretch, folks. And this has been the Stellar Spark Show. My name is Chris signing off. Till next time.